right, you hear the opening music there. It is time to talk about the tropics. We have been keeping an eye on this tropical wave now for just over 24 hours. We got the latest developments very early yesterday morning, and it's now starting to look at least a bit more organized. We see that circulation still very disorganized in the grand scheme of things, and there are a lot of factors working against this wave. That's why development odds are only at 30%, and we'll dive into more of why the odds are a little bit lower coming up within the next 15 minutes. But I also want to check in with the live Doppler radar. We have some storms in the Gulf. They have been diminishing, but some heavier areas of rain have really been starting to develop and now moving toward the Cape Hayes Peninsula, Cape Hayes Rotunda. We'll be keeping an eye on that and of course give you the latest coming up in the next 15 minutes. We're breaking right now in Immokalee. Several people are telling NBC2 that immigration and custom enforcement agents are back in town. Yeah, let's get right out to NBC2's Edna Ruiz. Edna, you're speaking with people that are being impacted by this. What's the feeling that you get in Immokalee right now? Well, you can just tell that ice was back out here this morning. It's a lot quieter than normal, and there aren't many people out on the streets, and I'm told that's because they're just staying home. Now, one family I talked to is doing just that because they say ice came knocking at their door this morning around 6. This is on Boston Avenue. Now, the family shared some pictures with us. The woman says she saw several unmarked cars on her street, and then she saw a man dressed in green. He was looking around her home, looking inside the windows. Then they knocked on the door. At first, she says that they knocked slowly, quietly, and then they started banging, but no one answered. She and her husband are undocumented, but her children are not. So their biggest worry is really just being torn apart. That's why they're staying home. They're not answering the door. Now, we've also gotten reports of ice being spotted out on 8th Street and 9th Street. Um, I'm also told that the last time they were out here was a couple of weeks ago, right before that ice national sweep. So again, I'm still working on gathering more information, talking to several other families, but we have gotten reports of ice being here on Boston Avenue in Immokalee. I'm reporting live in Immokalee, Edna Ruiz, NBC2. All right, Edna, thank you. Also breaking at noon, Southwest Florida Crime Stoppers just tweeted this, that they need your help finding these two. They're accused of stealing nearly $3,000 in perfume from Ulta Beauty at the Bell Tower shops in Lee County. If you know anything, call Southwest Florida Crime Stoppers. Also breaking at noon, Fort Myers police are looking for witnesses in this deadly crash from Friday morning. So NBC2 just sent you a push alert about this story. This happened at Colonial Boulevard in I-75. The road was shut down for hours after the crash. One person was killed when the two trucks collided. If you saw this accident or even just a dark colored Ford F-150, please contact Fort Myers police. Also breaking two deadly crashes at the same intersection in Glades County just hours apart. And right now, now we know three people died in that first crash at US 27 and State Road 78. NBC2 actually sent you this push alert about this story just two hours ago. This crash happening though last night around 11. Now troopers say that six people were in this truck right here when it went off the road and flipped, ejecting the driver and four people inside. 24-year-old Charlie Ford, 25-year-old Dustin Chapman, and 19-year-old Easton Moss died. The four other passengers have minor injuries. They are at Hendry Regional. Now, that second crash happened early this morning around 2. A car collided with a stopped trailer. The driver of that car died, and troopers have not identified that person yet. Something I never expected or was not expecting. An album release party in Lehigh Acres turns into a deadly shooting. Right now at noon, the investigation has gone on for more than 30 hours. 
NBC2 confirms that one person is dead and two more are recovering in the hospital. This happened early Sunday morning at an industrial building right on Lee Street. Right now, investigators are still there, and NBC2's Ashley Dyer is speaking with them and reports from the scene. The scene is still active this afternoon. Deputies have the area blocked off as investigators search inside for evidence. And you can see just how far back this crime scene extends. Lots and lots of crime scene tapes still up here this afternoon. They tell us there were between 200 and 300 people partying here in these buildings and in the parking lots surrounding them. That's when shots were fired and one person was killed. A man we talked to saying he showed up to work only to find out he couldn't access his building. He says he's been working here for years and was shocked to hear of a party in this part of Lehigh. Generally, we don't have any trouble or anything, so I was a little surprised this morning. I don't know what to think of it, to be honest with you. Uh, it's just strange, odd. Right now, we are still working to figure out who was shot and how this all happened. As soon as we get updates, we'll bring them your way. I'm in Lehigh Acres, Ashley Dyer, NBC2. Keep it going. Save someone else just because we couldn't save him. A three-day blood drive in honor of fallen Fort Myers police officer Adam Jobbers Miller. It started this morning at Lee Memorial Hospital. NBC2's Annie Hubble spoke with his family who is encouraging people to donate and give the gift of life in his memory. One year ago this week, Officer Adam Jobbers Miller was here at Lee Memorial Hospital fighting for his life. Now his family is hosting a three-day blood drive in his honor. Officer Jobbers Miller spent three years with the Fort Myers Police Department. He was shot in the line of duty one year ago and spent a week at Lee Memorial Hospital before passing away. His family, Lee Health and FMPD, are hosting this blood drive in his honor. Officer Jobbers Miller's mother tells us he spent the first few months of his life in the NICU and blood donations became an important mission of his as he got older. A single blood donation can save at least three lives and all donations will stay here in southwest Florida. It's been overwhelming this whole year for the support we have had between Fort Myers and the community. And I know my son is watching down on us and thanking us for doing this for him. Because all he wanted to do was to serve the community, and this is a way that he can keep doing it. The blood drive will be happening today and tomorrow here at Lee Memorial Hospital from 9 to 3. It will also be at the Fort Myers Police Department on Wednesday, again from 9 to 3. Reporting in Fort Myers, Annie Hubble, NBC2. And the man accused of killing Officer Jobbers Miller is back in court on Wednesday next week. The court is still reviewing Wisner de Marais' competency to see if his case will ever go to trial. And breaking right now, Equifax is being fined $700 million for a data breach exposing the personal information of 150 million customers. NBC's Tom Costello breaks down what this means. It was one of the most extreme cases of Americans' personal data being compromised. Credit bureau giant Equifax revealed in 2017 it had suffered a major security breach. 145 million people affected, including customer names, addresses, social security numbers, birth dates, even driver's license information. Now Equifax is expected to pay at least $600 million to settle federal and state investigations as well as consumer claims. And this is the largest data breach settlement in the history of our nation. And it is because it had a massively negative impact 
on consumers. A coalition of 50 attorneys general across the country reached the settlement with Equifax, said to be announced this morning. Consumers affected by the hack will receive $25 for every hour they spent working to ensure their information was protected and will be reimbursed for certain credit monitoring programs they purchased as well. They'll also get 10 years of free credit monitoring going forward. They're going to pay consumers for their loss, and they're going to pay to make sure something like this doesn't happen again. The investigation found Equifax failed to maintain a reasonable security system, which enabled hackers to penetrate its systems and expose the data of 56% of American adults. After the hack, lawmakers on Capitol Hill blasted former Equifax CEO Richard Smith. I take full responsibility. I'm here today to say to each and every person affected by this breach, I'm truly and deeply sorry for what happened. But for many Americans, the apologies were not enough. We're sending a very clear signal through this Equifax settlement that we're gonna, not going to tolerate this type of data breach. And we want to see companies invest in their infrastructure so that our information is protected. That's Tom Costello reporting. Experts are urging everyone involved to assume that their sensitive data has already been compromised. The man accused of stabbing and killing a Fort Myers Beach librarian has a competency hearing today. Adam Souls is accused of killing Dr. Leroy Hummerding earlier this year. The court will decide if he is competent to stand trial. The state is not seeking the death penalty in this case. Also happening right now, the case of a Charlotte County man accused of having more than 7,000 files of child pornography went before a judge today. Frank Ciavateri faces 11 felony charges. Investigators say the 79-year-old's files were organized into folders and stashed on a hard drive. He did not appear in court, but he is scheduled to have a hearing on August 1st. The woman accused of crashing her convertible into a concert last month at Harley-Davidson also faced a judge in Charlotte County today. Deputies say that Catherine Alford crashed her car, then more than $100,000 in cash fell out of her dress. She's facing several charges. The man accused of breaking into a Port Charlotte home and then lying on top of a woman also faced a judge this morning. That's him right there. Jorge Galindez is accused of doing this last month. The victim says she woke up screaming because he was shirtless on top of her in bed. After that, he took off running but was later found. He'll be back in court in September. In your NBC2 Alert Center, President Trump just walking inside the White House. If we can take SAT 23, they're just walking inside with the Prime Minister of Pakistan. His motorcade just drove up and he welcomed him outside. They're going inside the White House to talk about the relationship between the United States and Pakistan. Prime Minister Khan uh, expected to present a new Pakistani vision to President Trump, hoping to strengthen ties uh, and come up with sort of a peaceful relationship for the two countries going forward. You can see uh, his leaders and some reporters going inside. I'll see if I can find a live feed inside the White House once we uh, get them settled in there and bring that to you live in your NBC2 Alert Center. Nobody's perfect. We all make mistakes, but we have to learn from our mistakes. From your Collier County News team, kids accused of stealing from a local shop and the owner says he is fed up. I mean, check it out. This is at the Serenity Bait Shop in East Naples. You can see right here we've highlighted kids just slipping items into their pockets just a few steps away from their parents. NBC2's Megan Myers is in Naples with what the shop owner is trying to do to get his stuff back. The owner of the shop installed these video cameras about two years ago, and he says that time after time he's been catching kids stealing from him. 
He tells us he reported two instances to the Collier County Sheriff's Office and two other situations they did not report. Now, before calling deputies, he tells us he's been reaching out to the kids' parents, asking them if they'll agree to have their child come in here and work off those items that they stole. Now, he says although they're stealing items that aren't too pricey, usually less than $10, he wants to make it clear he's not allowing anybody to steal from him. The package of hooks they stole were probably $3.19, and an Aquafina water is $1.50, I believe. It's, it's principal to me. When they take something from that wall, it's money coming out of my pocket that feeds my three kids. Megan Myers reporting there. The Next at noon, the, the three things that you need to look out for before heading to the beach this summer after three scary situations this weekend.